This is the Sneaky Plays Podcast, presented by JokerMag.com. Alrighty then, welcome to the Sneaky Plays Podcast football form. This is week nine of the NFL season. I'm Brian Contino here with Chris Morris and Dom Fierro. What is up, everyone? Loving life watching the next, you know? Having a great time as well. Enjoying uh, my Eagles and their great trade this week. Yeah, Morris, want to uh, elaborate on what you think about Golden Tate moving to uh, the old Philadelphia? Yeah, I think it's a good move. Um, I think, I mean, he'll, he'll be playing in the slot primarily, I would think. At least that's what he's been, you know, elite at in recent years, um, which sort of messes with Aguilar a little bit. But I think, I mean, they'll be able to play both of them outside too. And I think it's going to work out great, man. I mean, we definitely were short a weapon on the outside or just a receiver in general. And this gives us more speed, gives us a guy that's great after the catch. I mean, one of the, I think leads the league in receiving yards after the catch since he came in uh, as a rookie in 2010, I want to say. Um, so, yeah, all around good move, man. I'm excited. I think it's really going to help. It's going to help the Packers, too. I was, oh, that's true. Good call. Get him out. Yeah, you can hear about Detroit. Yeah. He tears, up, he tears up the Packers. So, flies out. Yeah. He's going to be good, man. Yeah, unless you see him in the playoffs, you know. You never know. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Dom, what do you think about uh, Ty Montgomery and HaHa both on the move? Well, Ty Montgomery. The sad fact is there's no spot for him. The other sad fact is <laughs> he absolutely blew the game against the Rams. So, but Aaron Rodgers said it best <laughs> post-game the other day. He said, Montgomery didn't lose us the game, but he didn't give us a chance to win. And that's a word absolutely perfect. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, but the, in all honesty, there's no spot for him. Especially Aaron Jones is, I mean, I've been saying it. All, every Aaron season, Jones is good, man. He can play. He's the best running back. I mean, granted, he's suspended for two games, but they got to let him run the ball. Uh, yeah. And then HaHa, he's a good safety. Love, he was a great packer in the, you know, at the safety position. Held down. He played, I believe, every single snap of his career as a packer. Um, but the other sad fact is they got a lot of young guys uh, on the roster who are both who, – and they're experimenting where, all right, you're going to play corner on these, these type of plays, and you're going to play safety on these type of plays. So there's really – also, kind of no position for him because he's just a strict safety. So, Jair Alexander's, yeah. Well, I mean, aren't they running a different defense now, right? I mean, it's yeah, really different than what but that's where like ever with Dom Capers. Yeah, well, I mean, you Central yeah. Bryce is a safety corner. Uh, Jair, these guys like good though. That's why I was surprised they traded him because, like, I mean, all, I mean Alexander's good, but are the other guys good? They're all young, and that's the thing. Josh Jackson is he was a stud in college last year. I was, uh, yeah. But True. but he's one of those guys who's going to play corner, going to play safety, you know, depending on whatever play. Kentrell Bryce is, you know, he's going to play mostly safety probably, but he plays corner too. That's what they're trying to do is they're mixing the matching with the looks where, all right, one play. Kevin King's kind of more of a corner too, but he can also play a little bit of safety. He's a taller cornerback, so, he can, you know, those ball deep balls and everything he can kind of get to. Um, Kentrell. Yeah. Kendrell Bryce can't be good. That just sounds like a scrubby Packer name. He is fast. He's young. He's raw, but he'll be good eventually. Well, all right. Let's get into week nine. Guys, can you believe we're halfway through the season right now? That's unbelievable. Makes me sad. It does. does make you sad. Yeah, it's it's been a good season so far. Uh, It has, definitely. I, I really dislike that we're kicking off the halfway point of the season with 49ers Raiders on Thursday night football. But, oh. <laughs> um, I mean, there, there'll be points scored. There'll be points scored tomorrow. Last yeah, night, most likely. Last I checked, Oakland was plus three. So, all right, let's go, Oakland. Oh, Jesus. John Gruden. God, I kind of, yeah, I kind of like San Fran in that game, but uh, they both stink. San Fran's probably a little bit better. 
Thursday night was doing great too early in the year with these yeah. games. And the last couple of weeks, we've just gotten clunker after clunker. Yeah, it's taking us taking a slight dive uh, down towards Broncos Cardinals game. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was rough. But uh, all right, guys, let's get into our DraftKings lineups, our under the radar picks for the week. Dom, who do you got at quarterback this week? Uh, so quarterback. Let's see, Jared Goff. Priced at six thousand dollars, going against the Saints. I really don't think I need need to say any more. Uh, <laughs> Saints are awful. Jarrett Goff can flat out throw the ball. And num- my number two, every week he makes an appearance. Mitch Trubisky. He's oh at, my goodness, he's at fifty eight hundred. Um, he's been putting up points. You know, you can't deny that. I'm still not a believer. I think this pick for me is more of a they're going against the Bills than it is. He's a really good quarterback, but he's priced at fifty eight hundred, and I think you got to give him a shot, <laughs> see what he can do against Buffalo. Oh, <laughs> I can't believe Mitch is on this again. <laughs> yeah, but Buffalo, Buffalo has a pretty good pass defense too. They, I understand. I mean, they, I, I've watched. Kind of, they, they stifle up in the red zone. Yeah, but what what uh. Well, in the red zone, Mitch is just throwing, just flipping the ball to Taylor Gabriel for four yards and a touchdown every time. True. It's not like, like he's doing – yeah, I guess that's Yeah. True. I mean, like I There's said – a lot of yards after catch. Ty, uh, Tyree Cohen is tearing it up as a, as a pass-catching running back. Uh, you know, Allen Robinson's one, one of the better receivers in the league, but he just doesn't get looks really – or he gets looks, you know, but – yeah, I'm surprised Robinson has it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, Trey Burton, I think, will have a big day, but you can get we can get into that later on. Uh, you know, he's got weapons, and I think that you know, like I said, it says more about the Bills' defense that I'm picking Mitch than it does about his ability. Yeah, I, uh, I, I like I like Mitch Trubisky this week. I don't love him. <laughs> like Morris was saying, just. The Bills' pass defense really isn't that bad. I do think where he will have success is running the football. Um, they were pressuring Tom Brady a lot um, on Monday night because he can't really get out of the pocket. But Mitch Trubisky can get out of the pocket. I think they'll play some cover two and some some man coverage and get Mitch Trubisky will be able to uh, to be able to run the ball a little bit when you can't find his receivers. So he's always a threat on the ground and he's been doing it really well this year. That is a good point, actually, yeah, as you make. Um, yeah, that Bills defense. I mean, they've been better than they've, they've kind of what's been what's kept them in games this year. But that's true. I mean, against the mobile QB, I get your point. Um, they like to get him out of the pocket a lot, get him going on the run. And like Dom said, there's a lot of, you know, short passes, catches and runs, Taylor Gabriel, screen plays to Cohen. Um, didn't, wasn't that long touchdown Cohen had last week on a screen? Oh, so, he a blue the Jets defense. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's a touchdown pass for Trubisky, and that's literally it has nothing to do with them. I mean, Cohen did all the work. So, yeah, I mean, I, I sort of get what you're saying. I mean, Buffalo's a dumpster fire, even though their defense is all right. Um, but, uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like there's some better plays. All right, Morris, uh, if you think there's better plays, who you got? I got, well, my first guy has been a favorite of mine all season, and I didn't think they should have taken him out of the lineup to begin with. Uh, Ryan Fitzmagic, Fitzpatrick, <laughs> priced decently at 5500 this week. Um, yeah, I mean, Fitzmagic lives, man. Clearly, I think he was the better option than Jameis there. And that Carolina defense, I mean, they're definitely good, but I, don't, I would not – I saw them up close to personal at the Eagles game a couple weeks ago. I mean, the Eagles threw on them. And throw them the whole game. They just didn't really finish drives, didn't score a lot of points. And obviously, we know what happened in that game when Carolina came back. But Tampa's been a quick strike, quick strike offense with Fitzpatrick. Basically, whenever he's played this year, and you saw what happened last week: put up two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, got that game tied up, and then the other know, their pathetic defense couldn't hold it. <laughs> but I mean, I've liked him all year. I think he's, and I think Carolina can be thrown on a little bit more than you think. They got a pretty good pass rush, so it kind of relies on that, but. I think they're going to get thrown on in that game. And I, I like Fitzpatrick. I mean, and yeah, I mean, Deshaun's numbers have exploded with him too. I just, I think their passing offense is really good when he's in there. Um, and my number two is also the quarterback in that game, Cam Newton. 
again, for the same reasons as I sort of mentioned a little before. I mean, Tampa's defense is about as pathetic as it gets and gives up 30-plus every week. But this is why I like both quarterbacks in this game. I think this is going to be a, a low-key shootout this week. Um, I think Carolina's defense is a little overrated, and we all know Tampa's defense is bad. Um, you know, Cam's price is a little bit higher, which clearly indicates that people like him this week. He's at 6,600, but – I mean, that Bucks pass defense, yeah, it's 31st ranked in the league. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's a no-brainer, Cam and Fitzpatrick both this week. I I like Cam, I think, a little bit more than Fitzpatrick, although I like them both. Um, just Cam is going, like you said, Tampa's defense is atrocious. Uh, you know, I don't even think they could stop a high school team if they, could, if they got a shot at this point. <laughs> Probably um, not. Yeah, and with Cam being mobile, Greg Olson back wide up and healthy. Uh, Fuentes is now kind of – he stopped getting double teamed. He's now getting target more targets and more catch opportunity to catch the ball, especially in the end zone. No, I think Cam Newton's a good play. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, in the sense of points <laughs> fantasy, uh, you know, he's just going to throw the ball nonstop. Exactly. Maybe. They don't even run the ball. Maybe this week he'll blow a few the wind a little bit harder, get a few field you know, had the kicker miss a few field goals, you never know. Uh, but you know, like you said, Deshaun Jackson, he's you know, clearly one of the best options with Fitzpatrick throwing the ball. So I do like them both. Uh but I think I like Cam a little bit more in that game. Yeah, uh I have both. Uh well, I don't have Cam on my list. But I do think Cam Newton is a really good play, obviously, going up against the lowly Tampa Bay defense. They really can't seem to stop uh, anybody. Um, And then, uh, you know, and he's also been just dominating in the recent weeks. He's put up like 20 plus last three or four weeks in Cam. Um, He's got a lot of weapons. DJ Moore has been way more involved, helping him out. McCaffrey's lethal out of the backfield. Um, Funch is a big you know, uh, you know, big physical receiver um, works well with Newton. Newton can run. It, you know, he's he's got it all. Um, and yeah, on the opposite side of the football with Fitzpatrick throwing, Morris, you got a good point. You know, Carolina it really isn't that good against the run. I mean, against the pass rather. No. Uh, they're not that good of a defense, and you know, overall, they're not top five, and you know, they're not top ten in any category. So it's not to say, you know, they're you know, beating up on, you know, but they're not, you know, um, they rank 16th against quarterbacks. Uh, this is a divisional matchup, you know, um, Fitzpatrick just slings it. A lot of weapons. Just slings it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Johnson, Jackson, Evans, OJ Howard, Cameron. I mean, they got a lot of weapons, man. That's what people don't realize. Like, I mean, when these guys, Jameis just stinks. I've been saying it, you know, and, I mean, he just turns the – he can't throw the ball deep either. Not only does he just turn the ball over. I mean, Deshaun is basically, you know, doesn't do anything when, when Jameis is in there. That's why he requested a trade. Clearly, yeah. they're way better with Fitzpatrick. Yeah, so, I mean, after Jameis Winston's terrible performance last week, uh, making me lose my fantasy matchup against someone that is undeserving of a win. Oh, absolutely. I'm going with Ryan Fitzpatrick, and I hope he starts the rest of the year. So, he's definitely on my radar this week. The Harvard grad is back. Fitzmagic is back. Yep. He's, gonna, he's gonna get paid. I got him on both fantasy teams. I got two still. I think he's a good play for people. I'm surprised you kept him and you didn't drop him. Well, I did drop him in one league, but luckily I was able to get him off the waiver wire because no one's thinking about Fitzpatrick. They all got their QBs at this point. I had Joe Flacco for me, which clearly wasn't a good option. <laughs> yeah. um, then I then I had I kept Fitzpatrick in my other league that I have Wentz in, but then I I could trade him. Wentz is on the buy this week, but who knows? He could be a hot ticket after this week to trade. That's in our league actually. Yeah. I have him yeah. In. My team's sneaking up there. That's that's talk for another time though, our it, fantasy league. Yeah. Not gonna pass me, so don't worry about it. I have a shot. <laughs> <laughs> my trade's pretty good. All right, all right, all right. Let's uh, get back on topic. Let's talk about running backs this week. Morris, who you got at the RB position? All right, my first back is the man that just won't quit, Adrian Peterson, man. He's having a great season. Uh, reborn, really, again. The Atlanta rush defense 
just the Atlanta defense in general has been horrible this year. Obviously, we know all the injuries they've had. And really, it's the injuries. Their defense is 32nd against the run. Their pass defense is no better. They lost their two best safeties. Their two starting safeties, who are both very good players. They lost their middle linebacker, Deion Jones, who's a very good player. I mean, we've just seen their defense take hit after hit all season and not be able to recover from it. And Peterson has been run. I mean, he, this this guy clearly, he was not done. Everyone that wrote him off and didn't sign him until, you know, I mean, he got signed in the middle of training camp. He still didn't have a team. Um, you know, he kind of had a weird season last year, but he's been reborn again, man. I mean, he's been a workhorse. He's been getting 20, 25 carries every game um, and really playing well. Uh, I mean, I, I think that, yeah, I don't see any reason why he would not have a good week this week against Atlanta, who's just been – I guess their defense has been getting a little better the last couple of weeks, but they're still giving up a lot of yards, especially, I think, on the road. I think AP is a great play this week. Um, and my second guy, a little bit more of an obvious choice, but I think the matchup suits him great, is Kareem Hunt, who, I mean, we all saw that hurdle on Sunday. Wow, I mean, that's up there for play of the year. Um, thus far, I mean, the athletic ability that he's, he's played. And people don't realize how big he is, too. I mean, he's a pretty thick, put-together guy. Um, and, I mean, the Cleveland defense has actually been a little bit better than much than we give him credit for. Probably they've kept him in some games because Baker and that offense have been brutal to watch in the last couple weeks. Um, but their, uh, their pass defense is probably a little better than their run defense. Their run defense is ranked 26th. Um, and, I mean, Hunt's been really just – I mean, he's been a lock every week to do something. Um, so I like him a lot this week, again, to have a big game against the Browns. Yeah, that the Hunt pick, I think you can slot him in every week and be happy with your decision. You know, he's just that good, especially in that offense. You know, catching, you know, catching the ball and getting yards after a catch and running the ball also. So that's a really good pick. Like you said, it's the obvious pick. Um. Adrian Peterson, I had him on my list too. I really like him. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he's got much left in the tank, but whatever he's got left, he's surely using it this year, and he's making a real impression. Uh, and he's having a great season so far. Like you said, <laughs> that Falcons defense, is it's bad. Uh, and I think he's going to have a really good game. Now, you got to hope the one thing with him is that – whatever he does have left in the tank last all season and doesn't last another week or two. Uh, right. Right. But I think I mean, yeah. he's, I think he's, uh, you know, a really good pick for this week. Definitely. Uh, the other guy I had on my list was Aaron Jones. I talked about a little about him before. Now that Ty's gone, it pretty much gives him that start, you know, kind of gives him that starting role now. Uh, Guy gets yards. He's getting five or six yards a carry every single time he touches the ball. Um, he's he'll get more involved in the pass offense now that you know Ty is gone, and Jamal Williams. You know you don't really have to worry about him because he's more of the bruiser back. So the only way he can kind of affect Aaron Jones this week is if they get kind of they get the Packers do get inside the ten or on third downs just because he is that more physical, bigger back. But Aaron Jones, I think. You have to, you know, take definitely take a flyer on him. He is at forty four hundred, so he is a cheaper back, and I think he's going to gain a lot of points, um, especially, you know, against the against the Patriots, where we've seen the Patriots do nothing, kind of almost like we did on Monday night, and we've seen the Patriots get lit up, you know, like we saw a few weeks ago on Sunday night, and against the Bears also. Uh, so I think he's a good play. Yeah, I um. I like Aaron Jones. Uh, definitely, uh, he's definitely on the radar. But AP, I also have on my list. So we're all in consensus here with AP. Ah. Uh, Paulie won't really have a tough time choosing at least one running back this week. Um, Atlanta ranks 32nd against running backs. AP's just been an absolute workhorse, getting between 25 and 30 touches each week. He's averaging roughly 16 fantasy points per game. He just seems like a no-brainer at $6,000 this week. And bouncing off of that game, I forgot to mention my other quarterback. He's in. He's on the opposite side of that matchup, Matty Ice. Uh, I yeah. Know he hasn't really been, you know, like in the talks of anything, but he's ha- he's putting up some MVP-type numbers. Without, he is putting you know, up big numbers. That's true, yeah. yeah. He hasn't had an interception since week two. 
<laughs> wow, I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't uh, know that either. But, yeah, I mean, I knew they they've been scoring a lot of points, and that's yeah, that, that makes sense to me for sure. That's yep. 15, 15 touchdowns, two picks all season. So look for Matt Ryan to keep that up. Um, maybe he's maybe he's the the guy that can prove that the Redskins aren't that good. <laughs> They are not that good. Because we all it's think really that. No, all I don't. Good. They are not good. Yeah, they're not good. The, if you go to their like the football, like the power rankings and like the the metrics, like they don't rank the Redskins very favorably at all. Like you go through their games, they're like not even favored like in the win percentage to win a lot of them. And yeah, I mean the according to those power indexes that I just look at because I'm you know I'm a football nerd. The uh, <laughs> Yeah, the, uh, the Eagles, they, they, they're way more kind to the Eagles and the Cowboys. So that's what I'm backing on. I mean, I, I think the Eagles and the Cowboys are the two best teams in that division. And Washington definitely is in third. Yeah, so I, I definitely, I just felt like I had to share that information. I forgot we were talking about, I got caught up in Fitzmagic. Forgot I uh, had Matty Ice on my list, the BC uh, product. So, um, yeah, sorry. That's a good pick. Yeah. Good pick. 5,700, you know, he's he's been solid this year. So, yeah, just had to, had to throw that back out there for the QBs. Um, back to RBs. Uh, so, I got AP, and I got Latavius Murray as my Ooh, I was thinking him. Other back. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like I told you guys, you know, pick two. So, it's been it was tough to narrow it down to two. Um, but Latavius Murray, to me, is just an absolute animal. He deserves to be in, you know, his own – workhorse in an, you know, in an offense. He's getting that type of love right now with Dalvin Cook uh, being out. Not sure what that guy's doing with his life, but Latavius Murray is taking advantage of his opportunities. He's had 20-plus fantasy points in the last three weeks. Um, he's been an absolute animal. He's great on the goal line. This week goes up against Detroit. We talk about Detroit every single week with their rush defense. They're allowing 144 rushing yards per game. So, look for Latavius Murray to have a big day this week. Um, at home against Detroit in in a division matchup, he's going to be running hard and uh, running violently. So, I'm I'm ready uh, to watch that. I'm excited for it. Yeah, I like that pick. I think Latavius has actually he's looked pretty good from you know what I've seen of him this year. You know that they they like to throw the ball more there. Obviously, with weapons like Thielen and Diggs, and even Treadwell and and Rudolph. Um, but Murray's been, I think, underratedly pretty good there this year. And Dalvin Cookson beat up all year. And, yeah, I mean, Detroit, they did just trade for Damon Harrison. But, I mean, he's not going to solve all their issues. Um, so, I, yeah, I like that play this week. And, Dom, I like your Aaron Jones play, too. I think Jones clearly – if you just watch him, I mean, even if he's not getting yards, he just looks like clearly he's, the best running back on Green Bay. And, and a good – he looks like – I mean, he's pretty put together. He's bigger than you think, and he's fast and – I mean, I always picture him as kind of like, wasn't he pretty skinny before? But he looks pretty put together now. Well, I think the two-game suspension had a little bit to do with that also. But <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That uh, makes sense. But he is – I think a lot of people don't give him his credit because he plays on the Packers where I love to throw the ball. Uh, especially when they get down, they kind of abandon the run. And, but – if you looked at his stats, I mean, I, I know it's the Rams, and the Rams have, you know, good offense, a good defensive front. I mean, good defense, sorry. Uh, but he had five or six yards per carry. He exploded for a 33-yard run on a touchdown. He's, you know, if he can get the ball, especially in space, he can make people miss and get a lot of yards on the ground. Yeah, he's an impressive looking back. Yeah, so we've we've covered um, running backs. We've got AP, Latavius Murray, Aaron Jones, uh, Morris. Who was the other guy you had? Um, all right, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. All right, yeah. So like 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 Morris and Dom both said, Kareem Hunt more of an obvious play. He's been dynamite the last several weeks. I mean, all season goes under the radar with you know Pat Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey there. Uh, you saw his play last week where he just where he hurdled the guy again, making defenses look junior varsity. Um, it's awesome to watch. So yeah, those are your RBs. Let's move on to the pass catchers. Uh, Dom, who do you have this week? So my guys are kind of you know I really don't have any under the radar guys. Uh, 
just for this position, really. Um, Tyreek Hill, I think he's going to have a big game. The Cleveland defense, you know, I just don't think they're very good. Uh, I know they're, they were all right to begin the season, but I think now everything's, you know, Hughes gone. I think that team's in kind of a little bit of a, a little disarray. So I think Tyreek Hill has a big game. He's, a, he's at 88000 so I think that – He's, he's priced high, but I think it might be worth it. And I think also uh, Devontae Adams, you know, Morris is going to say my homer pick. Oh, but, man, two Packers. <laughs> but but Devontae Adams, he's – especially because Cobb stuck, is yeah. coming back, uh, and he doesn't really factor into much anyways. Uh, I think, you know, it's just, I have a feeling this game is going to be a shootout with the Patriots. and But we can go back in, into that more later. But I think Devontae Adams has a big game. I mean, he's constantly, consistently putting up over 100 yards uh, receiving. And I think, I believe last week was the first week he didn't have a touchdown for the whole season, but he still had 133 receiving yards. So, wow. Now he is priced at 8,200, but I think he is a pick this week, definitely to consider. Yeah, I like Devontae. I mean, I've, I've always been a Devontae Adams fan. Um, obviously it's a, you know, a homer pick by you, but I agree there's going to be a lot of points in that game. We can definitely try <laughs> going more into that game later. Cause that's going to be, I'm very excited for that one. Um, and then who was, wait, who was the other pick again? My bad. Tyree kill Tyree kill. Yeah. I mean, it's another, I mean, that's more of the no brainer. Um, but again, yeah, I agree. I mean, I had Kareem Hunt. I think, I mean, just Kansas city's offense is unstoppable. Um, it's been unstoppable all season long. I mean, they hang, you know, 30-plus on everybody's minus 40. Um, and, you know, we know Cleveland's sort of in a little bit of turmoil right now. And Whenever Greg Williams is your head coach, I, <laughs> I feel like, you know, something's going to fall off there. Even did you see defense is actually been okay. But, did you see who yeah, they hired for their running back coach? No, who was it? Uh, uh, what's his name? He used – I forget. I don't know his first name, but – uh, Lindsey, the guy who used to play quarterback for the Cardinals. Oh my! Oh, Ryan Lindley, Lindley. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my! The running backs coach. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, that's that's not good. <laughs> yeah. Those you how bad they are. Oh, why? Is the running back the running back coach is the offensive coordinator now. Um, I believe the original one. It's probably believe... the original. Yeah, that's why they hired him to be their running back coach because the running back coach probably became the coordinator because Haley's gone too. Yeah, so that's all. That's all you need to know about the Browns right now. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. What? Well, Tyree Kill, big week. I like it. It's a shoe in. All I gotta say is the Browns are just an absolute dumpster fire. They... <laughs> <laughs> you know they had hope too, man. Hard knocks made them look good. They kind of uh, came out competitive first couple weeks. Baker had that Thursday night win and. And, you know, it just – it all went bad again. Yeah, wheels falling off the bus real quick yeah. <laughs> by halfway point. <laughs> all right, Morris, uh, who do you have at, uh, at receiver this week? Well, I got one kind of no-brainer one, um, Michael Thomas. He's been steady, reliable all season long. Um, Drew Brees' favorite target, clearly their best receiver. Didn't have a huge game. Uh, last week hasn't really been getting in the end zone a ton recently. Doesn't have a touchdown in four of his last five games after having three in the first two. Um, but you know he's still he's their best receiver on you know on one of the best offenses in football. Gets a ton of targets, um, and you can throw on that Rams defense. I think a, a few teams have shown it, um, and clearly the elite teams with the elite offenses and quarterbacks and explosive players have done it. Green Bay, Minnesota. Um, there's another, there's a couple other ones in there that have, uh, the chargers, I think had a big day offensively against the Rams. Um, and this is obviously, I mean, this and the Packers Patriots game are the, the marquee games of the weekend. Um, and I think there's going to be a lot of points in both of them. Um, so yeah, I mean, Thomas, I think is a great play this week and, uh, and what's going to be a shootout in the super down against the Rams. Um, then my second one is definitely more of an under the radar pick. But a guy that had a big week last week on Thursday Night Football, Devontae Parker for the Miami Dolphins. Not uh, Devontae hey. Adams. No mistake. Priced at 4600 Jets pass defense, kind of sneaky bad, honestly. It's ranked 28th, lower than you would think. They've played some good offenses. Um, you know, and some of that's misleading. I get it. Um, but 
you know, ranked 28th against the pass, you know, you can't be too good. Um, and Devontae Parker he really had a breakout week last week against the Texans on Thursday night. Had the one-handed catch over the middle too, put up a huge game all around. Um, and look, and he's there now. You know, there were rumblings about him wanting out, and he wasn't getting along with Gase, and they were going to trade him. But everything seems resolved now somehow, and everything's patched itself together. And he clearly emerged. And they've got some other receivers that are still banged up, I believe. Um, Wilson and Stills didn't play last week, um, and who knows who they are again this week, but. You know, I mean, if they if they no if they don't, and even if they do, I think Parker's a, a pretty good play. Yeah, I actually that's funny. I actually have Devontae Parker on my list as well, going over against my Jets. So uh, wow, yeah, I mean, it might be that Thursday night prime time, like we saw him live. Maybe it's in our heads, but he really that's did true. like like he really played well. It was hard to like not recognize, you know, his talent. I mean, he was a first round pick, right? I mean, you know, yeah, he, ha- he has talent. Uh, I'm not sure what was going on. Maybe some personal stuff with Gase. The agent really hasn't helped much either. But I mean, he's super talented. And at 4600, he's going up against, you know, like you said, the Jets are 28th against receivers. They've been getting banged up the last few weeks. They're still banged up in the secondary. Um, I guess Osweiler was targeting him last week, you know. So, yeah, Devontae Parker, I think, is a good play. I don't know what you're thinking, Dom. I do like Devontae Parker. I didn't really think of him. I was kind of in a rush pick making my picks, so that's why mine were more obvious than anything. But I do like Devontae Parker. Uh, And, I mean, I do – I'm not going to – a little spoiler alert, I do have the Jets as a defense. But uh, I do think Devontae Parker will have a big game. So. I like it. All right. And yeah, more. Yeah. I like Michael Thomas. Uh, he's averaging like 95 yards a game or something crazy like that. Hasn't, hasn't found the end zone recently, but that's, that's due for a change. He's, he's too good. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's too good not to find the end zone. That's just, you know, that Saints offense, they spread it around. Um, Seems like I mean they don't even they really don't have as many marquee names as you would think. It's like Kamara Ingram Thomas, and then you kind of go through it, and you know, they just have this rotating cluster of you know receivers and tight ends. But they're just I mean they find a way to get it done every year. I mean Drew Brees is obviously one of the best, and if you're the number one guy there, you're usually getting. They like to have the kind of that one stud receiver. They've always had that system, you know, kind of like Marcus Colson back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Thomas is obviously, I think, better than Colston even. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. He's, gonna, he's just steady reliable every week. I would be stunned if he didn't have a good game this week. Yeah, so like you said before, they're playing um, in the Superdome. They've been away the last two weeks. So look for the Superdome to be pumped up rock against the Rams. It's going to be rocking, yeah. So I'm excited for that. I think Michael Thomas might go off. He might go bonkers against the Rams defense. So I'm, I'm hyped for that. Um, on the other side of the football in that game for the Rams, I got Cooper Cup coming off the injury, rested up uh, at price at 6000 only, going up against the number thir- uh, the New Orleans defense that's 32nd against wide receivers. Dom, like you said, Jared Goff could probably have a big day. I think he's going to confide in Cooper Cup. He's back. Um, I'm happy about Cooper Cup being back. Love him as a play this week. I don't know what you guys are thinking about Cooper Cup, but he's uh, definitely my top choice. Yeah, is he is he healthy? Like he's he's good to go, right? He's, oh, he's gonna, good to know. go. He's good to go. He's good to go. Okay, right. He missed what? He missed two games. Two games. Yeah. I think with the M- with the MCL sprain. Okay, because yeah. I did see him in there, and he's priced pretty low this week, right? I mean, Cooks and Woods are definitely are higher than him. Yeah, he's six thousand dollars this week. Yeah, which isn't too bad. Um, yeah, I mean, Cup's been – he was really their most – I feel like Woods has probably been their best all-around receiver this year. But Cup was probably even getting more targets and more catches for sure. I mean, he's really the underneath guy and kind of just, you know, the, the, the main trusted guy at Goff. Uh, certainly, I mean, in New Orleans, uh, they've been better. Certainly in recent weeks, they actually had a pretty good game against Cousin, Cousins. But the, the Vikings are not quite the Rams, you know. And what they can bring to the table offensively. Um, that's going to, yeah, I like Cup. This Cup's going to have a tough shot, I bet you, this week at least. Um, he'll get a short one for sure in the red zone, uh, maybe even two. 
So yeah, that's that's I definitely like Cup this week if he's good to go and healthy. Yeah, I I think Cup is a really good play if he is healthy. Uh, but I think that might be the key word, healthy, because even if he does play, how really healthy is he? Uh, that's my point. Yeah, that's what that's what I was like. I think that's something sure about. to be hesitant about. But if he's good to go, I you know I think he's a really good play. Yeah. Um. So he was limited today, technically at today's walkthrough. Uh, I, for some reason, to me, I'm just not too worried about that. I think going up against the Saints, they kind of need him this week um, to put up some points. They weren't; they were only able to put up 23 or whatever it was against. Um, you know, no, they put no. Never mind. They put up points last week, but I just, I just think Cup solidifies that offense as a whole with the you know three-headed monster, the triumvirate, if you will. Uh, for the Rams. So I just think him being back is important for their offense. And, uh, I mean, his stat lines prior to him getting hurt were unbelievable. Five for 52 and one, six for 63, four for seven, one and one, nine for 162 and two, six for 90 and one. Like, I mean, that's unbelievable. So, yeah, you know, if, yeah, like you said, you know, we'll know further down in the week by Friday, Saturday. And, yeah, and just in my personal opinion, I think he'll play. Obviously, I'm not, like, a, you know, an L.A. Rams insider or anything, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, I mean, that'd be a cool job, but, you know, I'm here. So. Would be- uh, no, I think, I think he's going to – I would agree. I wouldn't worry too much about him. I mean, he'll, he might not be quite 100%, but he'll be good enough to be effective. Yeah, I mean, we were we were somewhat worried about Marlon Mack last week, and look what he did, so – yeah. Right, right. True. True. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Some of receivers, we got some good ones there. Um, got a couple under the radar. Got a couple, you know, solid every every week picks. But uh, let's move on to tight ends. Dom, who are you looking at this week? Well, I just have one pick, and it's O.J. Howard. Um, Aha! He's priced at 4,300. I think with, you know, Fitzmagic playing the game, uh He's going to get a lot of targets, a lot of catches. I think you know, that's going to equal a lot of points. You know, it goes back off of kind of what Morris was saying before with that Carolina defense where they're kind of like sneaky bad. You know, <laughs> I know sneak is usually used as, uh, for a good term, but they're not really that great. Uh, and I think O.J. Howard takes full advantage of that and has a big day. Yeah, I mean, I got the same pick. I think circling back on the uh, on the Fitzmagic talk, I think that I mean OJ Howard's been a great target and a frequent target for him. And even when James was playing, he was he was pretty good. He missed I think one or two games with the uh, with a knee sprain, but I mean he's been really he's been explosive all year when he's played. Um, really, a guy that's emerged I think is one of the top, certainly one of the most talented tight ends from a skill set and physical standpoint in the league. Um, and his numbers are starting to reflect it this season. Um, yeah, had a touchdown last week. But I can't. Was that touchdown pass from Fitzpatrick when he came in the game? Did he catch the game tying one? Um, you know, I'm I'm not too sure. I just watched the end of that game because I had some yeah, money. I, remember. <laughs> I know Evans had one, but I can't remember. Yeah, well, regardless, he had a touchdown. Um, but yeah, I think at 4,300, pretty. You know, it's kind of a kind of a steal. I think. I think he could be priced a little bit higher. Um, but yeah, I, I'm. That's definitely a good play this week. You don't have anybody else. No, I think he's the the obvious choice this week. I don't think there's really much to compare him to. I just, you know, that's how much I'm hot. That's how high I'm on. I am on him. Yeah, I hear you. Well, I got I got one other, um, my boy that I just traded for in our fantasy league, Greg Olson. He is questionable this week. You know, he's obviously a little hampered, Greg Olson. Oh, wow. Know, foot, it's just going to be one of these things that, you know, it carries all year. It's going to drag, but he's going to play. He's going to play. He played well last year when he came back after it, too. Um, he might not be quite as healthy as he was even a year ago coming back off the injury, but he'll be healthy enough. I mean, he had a good game last week. That vaunted Baltimore defense that came in as the best-ranked in football, and the Panthers really took it to him. That um, 30-plus points. Olsen was a part of it. Four catches, 56 yards, and a touchdown. Um, yeah, and I think that I, Cam's rolling right now. they got a lot of confidence. Um, and I think I think Olsen's going to be a good play for – if he stays healthy for the rest of the season. Um, <laughs> I, I think so, man. 
I think he's better than you think. I mean, he's obviously I know the injury is concerning, but again, this week at least going against Tampa Bay, if he's playing, if he's healthy, um, you know, this Tampa Bay defense just isn't very good. We we covered it earlier, you know, with Newton and and Fitzpatrick both. And ironic, yeah, we're talking about both tight ends and both quarterbacks in this game. Um, but I think it's I think they're all good plays. I mean, these teams score points. Um, they give up a lot of yards, even Carolina. Um, and I think Olsen, I think both tight ends are definitely going to be the recipients of it. When, when was the last time that Greg Olsen was not questionable for a game? <laughs> oh, man, everyone wants to get on me, man. I'm, a, I'm like the only guy left in Olsen's corner. No, I, look, I'm a, I'm a huge fan, but it's just no. He has always heard that foot, no, yeah. foot of his is like just never going to get 100. It's, it's so, falling off, man. Unless yeah. he stops playing, like maybe like in 20 years, it'll be you know back to normal. <laughs> like <laughs> maybe, probably not even back to like it'll just be deformed of some sort like, yeah. for the rest of his life. He, he's um, just, he's got to chop it off. That's what he's got to do. Yeah. Oh I, my god. Uh, <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah, poor guy. Uh, all right. How old is he, Greg? Like thirty? Yeah, he's in his thirties. He's yeah. a he's a he's a Northern New Jersey oh, native. Always, yeah, he is. He is. And, yeah. and, uh, what was it? What was the the University of Miami song? Uh, what was the oh. Seventh Floor Crew or whatever? Oh yeah, <laughs> he's he's part the of Seventh Floor Crew. He was oh yeah, was great. Uh, all right, all right. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, got, I like your tight end picks. I like O.J. Howard this week um, with Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's definitely a good, you know, they're, they're, they're definitely a good combo. Um, I kind of got a real flyer here. Jordan Thomas of the Houston Texans, $2,900 this week. He had a really good week last week. He had four receptions for 29 and two touchdowns in that Thursday night game. Again, maybe some of that Thursday night primetime looks, but uh, Ryan Griffin might not be back again this week. And he looked good. He looked good out there running his routes. So uh, going up against a Denver defense that ranks 23rd against tight ends, uh, who knows? He, he could get in the end zone again at 2,900. If he gets in the end zone once and has two catches, he's surpasses value, you know, by a lot at 2,900. So he could potentially be a decent pick. So that's kind of why I picked him under the radar type, you know, $2,900. Maybe he gets you that touchdown and uh, solidifies, you know, his pricing, you know? Yeah. uh, I think it's more of a price pick than a, than more than anything. Uh, That Broncos defense, you know, I know they do get lit up, but I don't know how I don't, the what's his name uh, Griffin's supposed to come is apparently expected back this week, so I don't really know. Oh, uh, he is expected to play. Yeah, Damn. he is expected back. Uh, but if you know, you don't know how good he'll be because uh, he does. He was out for an illness, so you don't. You know, sometimes those are kind of tricky when you come back for them and with the workload and all that. So I don't. Know, I think the price. Is more, it's more of a price thing than it is a value thing. Yeah, it, it was just intriguing to me because they're playing at Denver. So I don't know if Ryan Griffin's going to play in Mile High City, you know, with the, you know, the breathing and stuff, especially coming off an illness. Uh, I'm not sure what magnitude it, his illness was at, but obviously it was pretty serious enough for him to miss like practice all last week and he couldn't play in the game. So, you know, if if he's not a go, I think Jordan Thomas is is a sneaky play. I think he'd get in the end zone if, if Ryan Griffin's uh sitting out. Yeah, the illness thing is kind of sketchy. It's yeah. It's funny we're talking about him Ryan Griffin being sick, but it, <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it matters. Like I mean, I don't know if he's a, if he's recovering or not, but I mean, they could, even if he's playing, I mean, after what Thomas did last week, especially in the red zone, two touchdowns. Um, he could still get some targets down there, even if Griffin is playing. Um, I, don't think, I mean, Griffin's not really all that good. And, uh, I mean, he's okay. But, I mean, Houston's going to need everybody to step up now. I mean, with Will Fuller going down. They got Demarius Thomas, obviously. Um, but, I mean, I don't know how much can be expected of him first week coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, so it's it's a good flyer. I mean, really cheap. Obviously, if you're you know you're spending big money other positions at, at twenty nine hundred, it could be it could be a steal. Yeah, I mean, so you remember like last week we we picked Njoku, who was an extra two thousand dollars, and he got zero. Oh, fucking bagel, man! He stuck. Brutal. So yeah, threw up a donut. That was unbelievable. I thought like I, I looked at the box score after the game. I was like, did he get hurt or something like in the beginning? And then it's like, nope, just just shut out. Didn't even get a target. Didn't even, yeah. didn't even look his way. Yeah. So if we're, if we're gonna get oh, a donut, unbelievable. If we're gonna get a donut at the tight end, might as well put someone that's cheap in that slot. Yeah. <laughs> good call. Good call. And <laughs> you know, and spend up at, elsewhere. You know, and maybe your yeah. tight end, maybe your tight end gets you a touchdown. I also have Ed Dixon on here for that reason alone, and I also have Chris Herndon on my radar because they they get looks in the end zone because they're big, bulky targets. If they catch one pass for seven yards and a touchdown, they surpass their value by a, a great, a good amount. So, you know, it's similar. You know, if if you spend like we spent last week forty six hundred on Njoku, he got a zero. You know, he, you know, he he destroyed us. So save <laughs> destroyed us. Yeah, save, that was way overpriced. Save the thousand. Save the fifteen hundred. Spend it on a running back. Spend it at your flex. And hope for the be- hope and pray in some of your lineups, you know. Obviously, in some lineups, you want to, you know, stay consistent, maybe have a consistent floor. But if you're kind of shooting for that tight end flyer pick, want to save money, use it elsewhere. Those, these are tight ends, I think, that, you know, get get targets in the red zone. Chris Herndon, Ed Dixon, Jordan Thomas. I also have Vance McDonald on my radar. You know, these are guys that could potentially catch balls in the red zone, in the end zone. And you know what? You know, surpass their value. So that's kind of why. That's kind of where I'm at on tight ends this week because Njogu just destroyed me. I was so upset. Yeah, that was a bummer. Tight ends yeah. crash shoot. I mean, you know, we Vance McDonald was okay last week for us. Didn't you know? That was another guy we talked about. He did all right. Um, but yeah, that Njoku thing was really a bummer. That was brutal. Yeah, it was. It was bad. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So. Enough of the tight ends. Let's uh, let's move on to defenses. Unfortunately, again, we have to talk about them. Um, the Chiefs' defense did okay last week. You know, yeah, they're getting better. They're 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 okay. They're they've been decent the last few games. Do you, do you think they're a play again this week? Because I kind of do. I kind of do too. I mean, Cleveland is. I mean, I don't know how good can. It's either going to go. Is that going to go well or going to go bad? I mean, you have no idea. With you know, obviously a complete change of head coach and coordinator. So yeah. everybody that was coached, I mean, maybe Baker benefits from it. Maybe I, I have no idea, but um, you would think probably not. So you would think they probably keep going the way they've been going. And Kansas City's defense has been pretty good as of late. Yeah, I, I, I just don't trust that Browns team at all. I know there was a lot of hype on them, but I think now, in the last few weeks, you've seen. They're not very good. Uh, I honestly think that loss they had, or the win they had to the Jets over the Jets, was a complete fluke. Uh, I think that city was just starving for something new, and Baker brought that for that game. But I don't think he's even really that good. Uh, I never thought he was the best quarterback coming out of that uh, this past class. So. I think the Chiefs, D, the Chiefs D is definitely a play this week. Uh, what are they priced at? Twenty seven hundred. Oh uh, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> a good. Let's just good book play, it for sure. Just book it. Yeah, <laughs> just book it. Book it right now. Do we, we even talk any further? Do we even need to talk? Defense about is the defense. worst. <laughs> defense is the worst. <laughs> all right, yeah, all right. So Chiefs defense. Uh, I'm just going to throw out the Bears name because they're going up against freaking Nathan. I was just going to say that, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe they are the play. <laughs> they they yeah. actually – they might drop, like, 25 points <laughs> as a defense. <laughs> too expensive for defense at 4,100, though. I, mean, oh, I know. It's Playing Nathan Peter. Like, I'm not <laughs> – I wouldn't be saving up money for that. No, but – you know, if you they are playing off, oh, Peterman is an interception machine too. If you've ever seen one, yeah. Oh my god! Like worse, but I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he has like the worst interception percentage in NFL history or something it, with a limited amount of throws. But still, it's got to be close, man. It's got to be close. So yeah, all right. Defense is done. We're either going Chiefs 
or if you want to be secure and spend money for whatever reason, go Bears. Uh, those are those are our locks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's safe to say. Safe to say. All right, all right. Let's uh, let's move on. Let's do some predictions. Thursday night football going to be a glorious Thursday night in the Bay Area. Uh, we have the San Francisco 49ers going up against the Oakland Raiders. Morris, who do you have yeah. in this dynamic Thursday night matchup? Wow. I can't, I can't wait to tune in for this one, boys. I got to tell you, two of, two of the premier organizations and in in, in legendary franchises in all of football. It's a shame they just aren't living up to that. Um, I mean, Gruden obviously is just, you know, just cleaning house. It's, you know, I'm surprised he didn't trade more people, honestly. Um, and I think, I, I think San Fran's a little better. I think Oakland clearly that team's just like, I mean, everyone knows that they're there. You know, they probably aren't going to be there long, and this team's going under, going over a lot of changes. Um, San Fran's been a little, a little bit, a little spunky. Some of the games they play this year, you know, they give the Packers a hard time. They give some other teams a hard time. Almost beat the Chargers, and Beathard definitely looks better than he looked last year when he played, no doubt. Um, I like the Niners in this game. Um, it's in San Fran, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's in San Fran. I think they'll, they're coming off a loss last week in a game, but I kind of think they're even better than the Cardinals, but they lost to them. Um, yeah, I like, I like San Fran this week. They could score some points. Oakland's defense is trash, too. Um, I'll go 31-13. Niners. I think they win comfortably. 31-13? Yeah, I think Oakland's. I mean, Oakland's. Wow. Uh, they, could, they, might, they might lose by double digits, you know, a couple touchdowns every week for the rest of the season. I think they're atrocious, man. You've said, you've said some outrageous things in a time we've all known you, Morris, but that might be the most outrageous thing you've ever said. I don't think so, man. <laughs> I think San Fran's okay. They're not okay, obviously. So, so you think but not, they're 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 an okay bad team. They're much better than Oakland. So you think the 49ers not only cover the minus three in the spread, you think they blow the Raiders out the door. I do. Uh, These Thursday I, night games are goofy, man. Sometimes usually when it's two bad teams too. One just blows out the other. One kind of gets some fluky plays early. They, you know, they come up to play, and the other team's like, "Fuck it, it's Thursday. Like, I don't feel like playing." And they, you know, they're done after the first quarter. Oh. I could easily see that happening in this game. They don't have to travel, which is one thing. You know, it's just right there in the bay, so you know there'll probably be some Raider fans there too. But I don't know. I think Oakland. I don't. San Fran's not a good team. I think San Fran has at least a stable kind of, you know team and organization that's like building towards something Oakland just they don't have a direction to make that team and they've lost you know they, all their best players are gone Marshawn Lynch got hurt Cleo Mack traded Amari Cooper traded Derek Carr is not good anymore they lost Crabtree and free agency I mean they're just they're, they're awful they're playing off man that's not going to be a competitive game tomorrow I'm I'm backing on it all right so before you uh solidify and sign off on what you just said Coach Kyle Shanahan stated a little bit, uh, a little while ago, that Nick Mullins will be the starting quarterback. <laughs> wow. If C.J. Beathard is unable to play. So, oh, Beathard's banged up? What's wrong with him? Right now, he has a, a messed up wrist. Um, so, <laughs> I'm reading this now. In the event Beathard is inactive, Mullins and his zero NFL snaps would be given the nod over veteran third stringer Tom Savage. Oh, oh my God. So that is what is going on in the 49ers organization. I already didn't want to watch any of this game, and if that's the case, I mean, forget it. <laughs> so be on, be on the lookout tomorrow morning if C.J. Beathard's a go. Uh... <laughs> you know what? I'm going with San Fran no matter what. I'm on the Mullins train if he's playing. <laughs> That's how how little. That's how little I think of John Gruden and the Oakland Raiders. All right, fair enough, fair enough. All right, Dom, (laughs) who who you got, Dom? I think the Raiders cover the plus three, and I think they win. Uh, Oh, (laughs) look for Doug Martin to have a big game. I think love Doug Martin. (laughs) That's about that's all that's interesting for me this game, other than the money aspect. 
but I do have Doug Martin in my fantasy league. So get ready for some big Doug Martin action tomorrow. Doug <laughs> Martin is done, man. He stinks. He had 72, 72 yards last week. Oh, I mean, I know. I don't know. I don't. I can't buy it. It's it's just really sad that I'm actually going to watch this entire game, probably. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch. Oh God, I think the Sixers have a game Thursday night. I'll probably watch that and the football uh, game. But yeah, I mean, uh, I I won't watch any of this game tomorrow until like eleven o'clock. But yeah, <laughs> but you know, I think. This game, this game might top some of those, the the old uh, like weeks week sixteen Thursday night games between the Jags and the Titans. Oh, those, those are always classic to look forward to. <laughs> those are those uh, are the, the the three and eleven Titans at the two and twelve Jags. <laughs> yeah, those those are always great games to watch. On those are great ones. You're right. Uh, all right. Well, I I. Uh... I like Dom. I have the Raiders. I think they are a lock this week. <laughs> as much as oh, I don't even know what like, determined lock, but I think they're going to win. Uh, Derek Carr had a good week last week. Let's see if he can keep it up. The 49ers are banged up. Um, like we just said, C.J. Beathard might not even play, and he's good. So imagine how their backup plays. So, <laughs> yeah, so I got the Raiders. Let's go to the Green Bay game, Sunday night football. Oh, baby. I'm oh, baby. Forward to this. Go Pack Go. The goat yep. showdown. At showdown uh, of the Goats, the number 12s. Dom, what do you think? Well, I think after last like, – first off, I think this game is going to be another shootout unless the Packers can get after Brady and force him out of the pocket. I think that's the only way that this game becomes a, a one-sided, you know, a lopsided victory uh, for the Packers. Uh, I do think they win. Um, after after last week, they need the win. You know, next week they play their home against the Dolphins. Then they got Thursday night against the Seahawks, and then a Sunday night against the uh, the Vikings. Uh, so they need to win this game since they. Absolutely, just they they murdered my soul last week watching that game, <laughs> and my I mean my jaw just dropped. I'm usually not I'm not oh, that kind of defeat until January. That's how bad that one was. <laughs> <laughs> but I I think they win this game. Uh, they're six point they're six point underdogs. I think they easily cover that, and I think Rogers finally shows everyone why he is. The best quarterback in the NFL. Go Paco. Wow. That was I I could not be more excited for this game. I think I mean these are I mean, there's other ones up there, but I think everyone it's kind of recognized now and people know that Aaron Rodgers is the most talented and physically gifted quarterback we've ever seen. And oh. Tom Brady is certainly the greatest in terms of winning and you know efficiency and we all know brady he's you know doesn't have the physical skills that rogers has but is, he's the greatest quarterback of all time oh. but that being said have we have we seen have you guys seen the the michael jordan promo for this game i don't watch propaganda. by him i don't watch What's pro- that? i don't watch propaganda aaron Rodgers. <laughs> aaron Rodgers. that is a must That's watch because he's you know he compares it to to uh you know, kind of throws some wrinkles in there about him and LeBron's debate too, about who's the goat, and then you know uh, some highlights run of Brady and Rogers. You know, same numbers, MJ and LeBron twenty three, Rogers and Brady twelve. It was a cool commercial. I'm just saying, check it out. But as for the game, as for the game, I think Aaron Rodgers pulls this one out. Yeah, you're, you're damn right. This, I think last last week was a heartbreaker. That was, you know. The Packers are the masters of just pulling off the ultimate heartbreak. I can't believe if I were a Pack. I mean, the Eagles have had heartbreak, obviously, and you know, more good times recently than bad. But the Packers, I mean, for an organization that wins a lot, they have the most crushing losses to themselves in the biggest games. I can't. It was get- all setting up. You knew it was going to happen, and Ty Montgomery, selfish move, blows it. Oh, man, but I think. I think Rodgers comes back from it this week. I do. I think I don't think New England's going to be able to stop them. 
And they're probably not really going to be able to stop New England all that much either, but they showed some life against the Rams last week. Um, and I think, yeah, I think they, they need one of these games. You're right. They got a tough schedule coming up. Um, I think it's going to be a shootout again. I would, I think they get the 30 points though this week, Green Bay, like they couldn't last week. I'm going to go 34 31 pack. Uh, I got to ruin it for both of you. The Patriots are going to win this game 31 28. Steven Kowski oh. game winning field goal. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I mean, it, I mean that wouldn't surprise me at all either. I'll so. I'll drink I'll oh. drink myself into one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah. So uh, it's gonna be twenty eight twenty. It's gonna be twenty eight twenty one. Pats. Aaron Rodgers is gonna lead them down a field with two minutes to go. There's gonna be forty four seconds left on the clock. Tom Brady gets into the 40-yard line. Steven Goskowski, bomb of a field goal, game, set, match, 31-28. Wow. God, wow. God. Patriot. <laughs> There's a strong chance that happens. It wouldn't, it wouldn't rule it out. Tom, I feel like my stories alone, like, tear your heart out. <laughs> it's – it's. Uh, I've just seen so much heartbreak that <laughs> <laughs> I don't even – I can't do it back-to-back weeks. Once, uh, once every January usually is enough, but <laughs> I can't do it back to back weeks. Yeah. Uh, why do they always just they blow it with special teams too? You know, uh, like the, the Bostic play in the NFC Championship game. And Morris, Morris, play. don't like, even do start. Do not even start. I cannot. I can't have this conversation right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Fair enough. Let's move on to. <laughs> Let's move on to the best game of the week in the AFC East. Jets Dolphins. Oh boy. <laughs> Jets oh. Dolphins rematch. They played once already this yeah, year. Yeah, the Dolphins won uh, in New York. But don't let the uh, the primetime matchup of the Patriots, you know, get in the way <laughs> of Dolphins Jets. Two oh. two amazing teams. Um Anyway, I think the Jets pulled this one out this week. Uh, I think Isaiah Crowell is going to run through their defense. So, I'm going to go Jets 27, Dolphins 20. Put it in the books. Yeah, I like the Jets this week, too. I, yeah, I think – I don't think Miami's good enough to beat them twice. And I think, yeah. You know, the Jets are – it's just two middling teams. I think Miami kind of – the wheels have fallen off a little bit there. I do like Devontae Parker still in that game, though, for the Dolphins, like we talked about earlier. But I'll go with the Jets, too. I think 23-20, that's going to be down to the wire. I think uh, I think the Jets win this 24-10. <laughs> oh, going away. Oh, all right. You know, why not? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Why not? Darn, Darnold's just – I think Darnold's going to be eventually in that conversation as one of the greatest quarterbacks. Uh, and I think he shows this Ooh. week Dolphins with absolutely nothing. So, go Jets. Uh, and I think the defense is just going to tear apart uh, Brock Osweiler since it won't be Brocktober anymore. So, oh. uh, <laughs> I think the Jets pull this Wait, one. Isn't Tannehill playing? No, bro, uh, Osweiler's playing. It's just no longer going to be Again? Over. What's yeah, wrong with Tannehill again? again? Somebody's shoulder, man. I don't know. Yeah, he's he sucks, man. He's done. <laughs> he's better than Osweiler, though, I think. Uh, they both stink. Get him out. Tannehill. <laughs> Get him out. Tannahill. Yes, I'm with the Jets. I'm on the J-E-T-S and go pack go man wagons this weekend, boys. Tannehill's on the box. Tannehill was that great, and, and the Eagles will still probably lose somehow on the bye. So don't worry about it, more. <laughs> Bro, we're making a comeback. Oh, There's man. no way Washington is eking us out to win the East. Golden Tate is going to turn the tides even without him. He could have done it, and even with them. I don't yeah. know, man. Giants might have a little bit of a run in them. So oh, Jesus. you never know. <laughs> At least they got Saquon. Jesus, the Giants get them. I don't want to even speak of them when they're on their bye. <laughs> oh, yeah, never. Please. All right, so we, you know, I'm looking over through some of the matchups. We got good matchups this week. We got Detroit, Minnesota. We've got Falcons, Redskins, which I think is an underrated uh, game this week. 
we got Houston at Denver. And uh, we got the Chargers back off there by going into Seattle. I think that's going to be a good game. And we got Pitt at Baltimore, NFC North rival. So uh, some good matchups this week without uh, even realizing it at 1 o'clock this week. <laughs> yeah. Looking forward to them. Can't forget the Monday night game. Ooh, the uh, Cowboys. Uh, the boys. Yeah. Go, go Titans. Battle of mediocre offenses. Ugh. Yeah, I'm almost rooting for the Cowboys to win that game because I don't want them to be all supercharged up. We play them the next. Re- revoke, so revoke your, revoke your Philly card, Morris. You just, well, I, you, obviously, you, I don't want you just the said you on. You just said no, you did. No, I just I, you, I, like you the thing is, it's kind of it's annoying me this year. Like you know, these teams that they they play a clunker and they lose a game before the Eagles, and then they're like desperate coming into the game against us. Carolina was that way. They lost the previous week to Washington. Minnesota had that had a had a little rough streak there where they lost to Buffalo and then the Thursday night of the Rams and they came on the road and beat us. Like I just just win the game, go in, you know, feeling yourself, sniffing yourself, and then we're gonna come back after the bye, short week for Dallas, and blast them. That's what I'm looking for. I'm already excited for Dallas. This podcast was brought to you by Jokermag.com. Home of the underdog.